we've discussed uh, in the past. Um, there's Mishnah, fourth pack of Tainus. Says Chamesha Dvorum Yiru Es Avoseinu Mishvasar Betamus. Five things happened to our fathers on the 17th of Tammuz, the Chamesha, the Tishabav, and five on Tishabav. Bishvasar Betamuz, on the 17th of Tammuz, Nishbur Haluchos, the tablets were broken, the Bottle HaTamid, the continual sacrifice was negated, the Huvka Ir, the city was cracked open, means the city of the walls were breached. Vesaraf Aphostomus as a Torah, Aphostomus burnt the Sefer Torah in public. Vehemid Selim Behechel, and he erected a idol in the Beis um, Hamidrash. And the ninth of Av was the decree when the, when the spies complained and uh, Jewish people complained about the land of Israel because of the report of the spies and Hashem decreed that we would not enter into the land of Israel. The Har of Baiserishan and Sheni, that's uh, two and three, first and second base of were destroyed. Nilka the Betar, Betar was destroyed. The Nukr and the site of the Beis Hamikdash was plowed over. That's number five. So, as we sit in Golos for thousands of years, and most of Klausler completely lost and not even Shomer, Torah Mitzvahs and those that are, are like sheep without a shepherd. Um, and obviously we want to understand not only what happened, but what to do about it. So we, we discussed this concept that what the Mishnah tells us here is, is, is a very, very big thing. Um, the Pasuk and Eicha says, Kol Feha Hesigua, all her pursuers caught up to her, Bein HaMetzarim, between the two narrow places, and... Uh, and the Midrash Darshan is what is it in Bein Metzarim. It means between the 17th of Tammuz and the 9th of Av. And all her, all her pursuers overtook her during this time, in this place. That means that all the Tsaras of Klausfel happened within this period. All the Tsars of Klaus will happen in this period. Follow Doverhu, it's a it's a Pella. 
to say such a thing. That's, uh, there have been many other, obviously, bad things. It can't mean literally, because many things have happened on other days of the year. Um, additionally, the mission that we just read says, There were five things that happened on these days. The truth is that the we say we say in the kindness we, we lose many. There were uh, this is a day Tishabov specifically, but this whole period is a period that is uh, has a tremendous, terrible history. Tak uh, the When did that happen? Oh, started then or something. Uh, but there were there were big tragedies that happened. So the Mishnah says five things. Five things happened on the seventeenth of Tammuz. Five things happened on the ninth of Av. That means whenever the Mishnah says five things. So the Gemara says, and not anymore. Tell them to exclude more. Okay, so means no more. Everything has to somehow include into the four. Right? So there's five and only five. So in other words, we're coming out that there's these are the five archetypes for all the bad things that happen to the Jewish people. And somehow or another, everything else has to find its way into these five. And we're not going to have time to discuss all five of them. I, I, I thought because the call was learning, it's Yisra Shabbos, specifically Arbor Shuyus right now. So we'll talk about the Hufka ear. So, so again, the um, trying to understand these five and five. So first of all, uh, like in many things, the Maral provides us with a key to open up the words of Chazal, and he says that these five, this five, and this five, is like the two hands that a person has. Each one has five fingers on it, and the two hands complete one another. And. Uh, We've spoken about this but before on a number of occasions, I think. That if you examine carefully the tragedies that happened on Shvasar Batamuz, they're all quite reversible. And at first glance, it's hard even to understand what's so terrible about it. The five tragedies of Tisha B'Av are all uh, very obviously terrible. Uh, but the tragedies of the Shvaser uh, it, does, it doesn't right away strike uh, as being so terrible. Again, to put up a idol in the Hegel is very, very terrible. But Baruch Hashem, the Hashmanoim rebelled, we fought, we broke the idols, we threw them out, we cleaned out the base of English. To burn a safer Torah in public 
is very bad, but we do have more. It's not, uh, uh, it's not like this was the last uh, only Sefer Torah available. Um, negation of the daily sacrifices, the carbon Talmud. It stopped and then afterwards it was, re- it was restarted. Even the breaking of the luchos, we got a second pair. Go back, ask for another pair. And finally, the breaching of, of the walls of Yerushalayim is uh, definitely very bad news for the defenders. I imagine 99% of the time, once the walls have been breached, the, uh, the city is then sacked. But theoretically, one could imagine that you know, the enemy barely has enough force. They breach the walls, but then the defenders come out very vigorously, and they actually manage to repel the, the attackers, right? So it's like a, you know, a, an important part in the thing, but it's, it's not terrible in its own right, seemingly, right? Um, and, and, and if it's like, oh, but this is like the beginning of the destruction, like this is, that's it, means for sure the city's going to be destroyed, Okay, but we have Tishabov when the city was actually destroyed that we uh, think about that, we commemorate that. We, uh, so what is the power of this day? Of, of, of that, what was the, so terrible about the breaching of the walls of Yerushalayim? So, like I said, we've discussed this before, I don't have time to go into it, but the five correspond to the five. And the morale tells us that the, that the, the tragedy of Shvasar Batamus was the beginning of the process, and the tragedy, tragedy of the Tishabov was the completion of that process. It means in each one of these five, each one was the beginning that led to the conclusion, to, to, the, to the end. And it's a three-week period, going from the one to the other. That's Bainam Tsarm. It begins here and it ends there. The obviously the the av of each one of them, the thumb on each side, is the Cheta Eagle and the Cheta Maragon. The Cheta Eagle with the Shvir Saluchus. That was the beginning. And the the decree that we're not going to get to come into Eretz Yisrael was the end. And that, that one is easy. Rashi says, when, when Hashem makes the decree against us for 40 years, so Rashi explains why is the decree 40 years. The decree, for, I mean, 40 years is a decree not from the hate of the Miracle, actually. 40 years is actually includes the time that we've been in the Midbar until then. Meaning, from the beginning we entered into the Midbar, we were in the, there... Four years all in all. But if the punishment is for the 40 days that the spies travel through the land, so it should have been 40 years from then, from the time they came back with the evil report. So the Rashi says that this decree to not allow us to come into Eretz was already, Hashem planned it from the time of the Chet Egel. And the difference is that now it, the decree was stamped. It was uh, sent out. So that's, uh, 
really a continuation. Is, is a continuation. We had we had another chance. We could have still we could have still come into Eretz Yisrael. We could have still salvaged things. Even after the Chet Eagle, we could have come into Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael would have given us access to to a mahalach, to a process <clears throat> of salvaging things. Once that generation was called the Dora Day, it didn't come into Eretz Yisrael. Then that, then that was uh, that broke our connection uh, in that regard entirely. Okay, so so I want to discuss Hufka here, <clears throat> and which one it corresponds to on the other side. So, um, so what's what's Hufka here, and it corresponds to Hurban by Shane. Corresponds to the destruction of the second base of Middash. The Bitla Tamid, by the way, corresponds to the Hurban Bais Rishon. But the uh, Hukair corresponds to the Bitla by uh, Hurban Bais Shane. Now, what, just understand the difference between Hurban Bais Rishon and Hurban Bais Shane. Bais Rishon was a place where a Yid could connect to the Divine Presence. There were 10 ongoing miracles in Bais Rishon. There was a Hashros Hashina, the Divine Presence was there. The Arna Kodesh was inside the, was inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Bais Shani didn't have the Arna Kodesh anymore. It was Nignas was sequestered before the before Bayesian was destroyed. It was hidden away. Gemara tells us, which means Bayesian had an empty Kodesh Hakadoshim. Can you imagine the holiest place, Kodesh Hakadoshim? It was empty. There was nothing in there. There was no Hashos Hashchina in Bayesian. There was no divine presence. There was no ongoing miracles. So what is it that was so awesome, that was so important about Baishenyi that we cry about it? Any ideas? So yeah, Hashem was not there. Maral tells us that the base of Migdash has two functions. It's to unite Klausra in divine service to Hashem and bring the divine presence down to dwell there. Baishenyi did only the first of those two. It united the Jewish people in our service to Hashem. And that is no small thing. It was truly the capital of Klausel. Capital means, I think it comes from the head, the head, capita, right? So to decapitate a nation is uh, to take away that unity. What's a... That was the godless of, of Baishen. 
is that it gave us a central place where, where we were all uh, defined and came together three times a year. Came together for the Chagim to serve Hashem and united Klausel. Now, the Gemara um, in Erevin says that uh, Yerushalayim would, uh, they would lock the doors at night, the gates of Yerushalayim, and the entire place, the entire city, therefore, had a status of a Rosh Hashanah. Once the city walls were breached, and the language is huvka, huvka means a bakia. A bakia means to crack something open, something that is whole, that is shalim, to crack it open, right? You, you crack an egg, right? Uh, you crack it open. Now, an egg is extraordinarily strong, right? Do an experiment, take an egg, try to crack it. Did you do it? Yeah, people are scared to do it, but you, you think, like, okay, but I'm really strong. I'm going to break this egg. You, you're not strong enough to break an egg in your hand. Okay, you should put it in your palm like this and squeeze. Uh, and, uh, and the reason is because it has shlemus, Yerushalayim, from a language of shalim, whole. So it was all. One, closed up. Huvka'ir means they cracked it open, they broke it. Now what happens when you make a pirza in the city walls is it goes from being a Rishus HaYachid to being a Rishus HaRabim. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so what's the difference between being a Rishus HaYachid and being a Rishus HaRabim? That's, I mentioned, we're learning so the rabbim, the, the masses, means uh, a place where everyone can come and go as they please. That's what it means Rishus Rabbim. Everyone is uh, his own, is on his own uh, agenda, coming and going and bustling. Uh, what is it called in New York? New York Times Square. Right? That's, you do, come do whatever you want. You want to do a, a juggling thing there? You can, people doing that probably? Yeah? Everyone's doing his own thing. Roshusa Yachid means that there's a balabais. Like the first Mishnah says. The balabais stands inside the Roshusa Yachid. And the Ani is outside the Roshusa Yachid, outside. The Balabais defines what happens within the house. And the whole house is united. Everything that happens within the house is united under the auspices of the Balabais. That's why it's Rishus Hayachid. In the Sfarim, they say it means the Rishus of the, there's a remez to the Rishus of the Yechidu Shalolam, to the, to the one, to the one. One. And 
Klausrel were in the Rishus Hayachet. We were united. We were one. We were a nation where we were brothers, where all of our actions were defined by one point, by the Yechidah Shalolim, by the the Beis Hamikdash where we served the one and only God. That's what Vaishen gave us. And when when the when the city walls were breached, when Huvkair, when the city was cracked open, when the unity of the city was broken, there was no longer a similarity between us down here and Hashem up there. We've spoken about this before, the concept that in order to be able to say that Hashem is one, Hashem Achad, we first have to ourselves become one. That's why we say Shema Yisrael. In order to recognize the oneness of Hashem, we first ourselves have to be one. And that's what the Bai Shani did for us. It helped us to be one. And once Huvka'ir, then Yerushalayim was no longer similar to the Yerushalayim Shalmala, to the place, to the heavenly abode where Hashem dwells. Where, where Hashem's oneness is, is uh, reigns absolute. And so that was the beginning of the process. That loss of the unity <coughs> is the beginning of the process of Hurm Sheni, which was a, of course, the, once that happened, then, then our unity was lost absolutely. But it was lost already in concept from the time of Hufkair, because that's what the, the, the walls of Yerushalayim represented. And so today we are, uh, the thing that we suffer from is a lack of unity, is a lack of feeling of, of joint purpose. Everyone wants to be doing his own thing. It's a Rishus Harabim. Not in a bad way, no, good people, the Rishus Harabim you know, you could have uh, good people also in Rosh Hashanah. So I'm told. <laughs> Maybe not in that particular one that we mentioned earlier, but <laughs> but uh, but but it's not Rosh Hashanah. There's the concept of teamwork, the concept of building something together, of of you know lending a helping hand, of of not help somebody else out, but together to come together. As a as a team, as a klal, as a as an uma, to serve Hashem together, that is something that's very lost as people, uh, especially in America. There's a disease of individualism. Terrible disease is tearing the country apart. Obviously, it was Korach and, 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 and all, all of them were, at, were fighting with one another. The moment they would have gotten Aaron out, they would have been swallowing up one another whole and fighting with one another. That's, that's a Rishus Harabim, Mamash. So uh, maybe something for us to think about to try to, over the next few weeks, 
to try to rectify is to create a, a unity, not in the sense of the Haftal Recha which is also good, but in the sense of to to act as a team, to act together, to to build things together. Bezashem will be to build the base of Migdash in your Amen. Amen.